Hey, it's Tim. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Inside Today's Country. Just a reminder to give us five stars or a thumbs up wherever you found your podcast so more people can experience Inside Today's Country. Welcome to Inside Today's Country, the show that gets the real stories from today's country stars, stories you haven't heard anywhere else. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been on the radio interviewing the biggest stars in the business and discovering new talent for more than 20 years, and now in his very own podcast. Are you ready? Let's go Inside Today's Country. Well, welcome to another edition of Inside Today's Country, and uh, it is my pleasure to uh, go all the way to Victoria, British Columbia, and find a lady by the name of Chantelle Muscle. Uh, I caught your single the other day, and I thought, wow, this is a really neat, really neat sound, and we're going to talk about that for you in just a bit. But first of all, welcome to the podcast from uh, probably rainy Victoria today, I bet. Where's the sun out? It's sunny. Today oh, is sunny. darn. <laughs> Well, I was, it's a 50-50 chance, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This time of year, you bet. But today is actually, the sun is shining. And I, I'm sorry to admit, I'm sorry to admit, it is a beautiful day oh, well, for all that, of you in the rest of Canada. Yeah, that's that's all right. We we will uh, <laughs> suffer through it and uh, and know that you guys will have flower count coming soon, right? <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah, maybe just around the corner. Uh, Chantel, let's talk. Uh, let's find out a little bit about who you are. Uh, you're not originally from Victoria, originally from Alberta. Tell me your story. Where did this all start for you? Uh, well, I grew up in Drayton Valley, Alberta. All right. Which is about an hour and a half west of Edmonton. Um, I believe it was the oil capital of the world in 1974. No big deal. Um, mm-hmm. Small town, Alberta. And I'm from a really big family of musicians. So um, my uncles and my dad, my grandfather, my grandma, everybody, when we would get together um, when I was a kid for Christmas or any holiday, there was always tons of music, lots of guitars, pianos, singing. Um, So I really just grew up with it, you know, Um, luckily, which is, you know, just such a wonderful, wonderful experience that I'm so grateful for now. You know, when you're a kid, you don't really realize that it's that that may be unique or special. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's been it's been pretty incredible. Country music, obviously, just you know, I mean, growing up in rural Alberta, that's that's what's playing on the radio waves. Right. Um, one of my uncles, two of my uncles, actually, when I was a kid in the early '90s, were a part of a country music band called Paradise Motel, mm. And they had a couple of hit singles um, in the early 90s, and they ended up touring the United States, Nashville, and Las Vegas. And so I remember them coming to, you know, the White Bull Cafe in Drayton Valley and signing autographs and stuff. And so, you know, it was pretty close to home, the sort of country music scene when I was a little kid. Um, And then, yeah, was just always playing. As soon as I could get my hands on a guitar, I started strumming chords and I haven't really, my skills as far as my guitar playing haven't really advanced much, but I, I learned enough so that I could sing along and mm-hmm. start writing my own music. And um, and yeah, I've always done that. So I took a program at Camosun College years ago uh, called Applied Communication. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I was sort of, you know, busking on the streets and playing lots of music, but then went to college and, and sort of found this career in marketing and graphic design and video production. And so my life kind of took more of a I guess, creative professional turn at that point. Right. And then, yeah, just within the last couple of years, um, my uncle, who was in the band I mentioned before, Paradise Motel, mm-hmm. um, he retired and him and I started a record label called Muscle Records. Oh, really? And, 
Yeah, yeah. So we um, we've launched a few songs for him in 2020, and then yeah, we've just launched my first single. So it's kind of this um, on his part, just really generous and creative endeavor of helping to fund and fuel uh, different music projects. So mm-hmm. it's starting with me, but we have other uncles and cousins and um, yeah, all these really talented, amazing musicians contributing to an album that we're going to probably, I think we'll call family business. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been lucky enough to work with uh, Aaron Prichett, um, Jordan Prichett and Daniel King from Cross Parallel. So they've, they're all producers on my song um, and some of the stuff for this album. So yeah, it's been a it's been a wild ride, mm-hmm. and you know, I luckily have all this communication stuff. Um, just as far as you know, the design and the marketing and everything, I kind of I got, got to do a lot of that in school, and so there's some background there, even with the radio. You know, like yeah. recording little spots and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I can use my radio voice. I remember <laughs> this. <laughs> kind of wild that you're launching, you know, uh, a label uh, in 2020 or last year, I guess in 2020. Yeah. How did that go for you? Oh gosh. Um, it, it was a curious, curious year. I think, um, it's interesting because I think that in these sort of times of, you know, hardship, there's this sort of chaos, you know, and this uncertainty. And, um, in some ways I think it perhaps hindered some of what we were wanting to do, obviously any kind of touring or live performing. But Mm -hmm. on the other hand, I think, you know, if you can sort of persevere, in these difficult times and, and still be creating things and sharing that with the world and sort of, you know, ideally inspiring people or just offering some sort of escape from, you know, the stress of, of anything in life. I think there's opportunity in, in the spaces of sort of, you know, maybe not chaos so much, but in these difficult times, right. There is opportunity in that if you're able to kind of brave Mm -hmm. the storm. So Mm -hmm. I think we've done a decent enough job of just continuing to you know, move everything forward and just continue to write and create. And as I said, you know, maybe not ideal timing as far as really getting out into the world and touring, but at least, you know, online sharing things and, mm-hmm. you know, on radio and everything, we've we've still managed to do a little bit, luckily. I mean, and the world has, has really moved online for sure, especially in the music industry. I mean, we're seeing everybody doing Facebook lives or Instagram lives mm-hmm. or you know, uh, TikToks and things like that. So, I mean, that's kind of where we've all kind of moved to, which is kind of wild to see, but it's it's really taken off for those who have done it really well. Even podcasts, like I think it's been so interesting to see because, so I have, um, we, I also have a media company, media production and marketing company in Victoria, and, and we've been producing podcasts for people. And so, okay, cool. you know, like you're, you know, like it's it's interesting how you know there there is opportunity in this. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of sort of seeing where it exists, right? Yeah, and and that is certainly the way that uh, you know people are consuming because they can't do anything. They're consuming the media more, mm-hmm. which is which is great. You know, like yeah. when I was in school, I mean, that was probably when I took the program was maybe 13 years ago at that time, it was really felt that radio was sort of a dying industry. Oh yeah. So grateful (laughs) that that's not the case, you know, like I love listening to the radio or to podcasts. Like I devour that. I mean, while I work all day long, I'm just, you're just taking, you know, information in. It's a sort of multitasking in a sense. Right. So luckily that was not true. The radio world has changed so much that you, the artist don't get an opportunity to tell your story. 
right? right. So now that's why yeah. we're doing, you know, what we're doing here now. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. touch quickly because you mentioned something which was really cool about busking uh, in the city of Victoria. <laughs> Tell yes. me, because I've never taught, I mean, I've seen the buskers. I mean, I grew up, people know this. I grew up in the city of Victoria and busking in that city is amazing. And I've never talked to anybody who's actually done it before. So what was that experience right. like? Oh gosh, it's funny. Cause again, this was a few years ago now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I definitely did not have a busker's license. So that was, uh, that was a no, no. <laughs> How many people really had busking licenses? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know, it wasn't so much. It was funny because it would be like sometimes I'd be out busking for money and other times I would just be meeting up with friends and just playing music, you know, so um, and it was really just that I think just finding these communities of people and artists and just this incredible talent, um, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're young, you're in your early 20s and sure. um, So it was really, yeah, I would say more of sort of just making friends and kind of building community. And I was in school at the time as well. And so I had this little travel guitar, this tiny little guitar, <laughs> and I would fit in my locker at school. We had randomly in college, we had, uh, yep, yep. we had locker for this particular program, but so I would just keep it in there and everyone knew the password so people could go and we were always playing in the hallway. So it was just sort of this natural I don't know. I was just always playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was interesting because, yeah, I started to work and, you know, sort of start my career mm-hmm. in design and marketing and um, kind of lost a little bit of that. And so it's been just the most wonderful experience to just be playing again and playing for people sort of mm-hmm. <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excellent. Let's talk about the new single. The title of it is. Perfect Little Failure. I took the whiskey, left a note, and my perfume in the air. Now my bags are packed, the city's in the mirror. Forget all about you and me and this perfect little failure. Tell me the story about Perfect Little Failure. Wow, Perfect Little Failure is, um... It's, it's an interesting process. I wrote, I wrote this song probably four years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, I think, I don't even know how to explain this. It's kind of like this seed of the idea was sort of planted in my head and I kind of just had to unravel it, you know, like wasn't necessarily based on any, you know, specific incident or anything that happened in my life, but it was sort of this idea that was planted in my head of this, you know, sort of quintessential country song of, you know, kind of infidelity and um, heartbreak. Uh, And so I wrote the song, most of the song. And then at the time I had sort of, I had a relationship and there were certain like pieces of the song that kind of came to fruition. So Mm -hmm. it was almost like witchery, witchcraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I think they're just normal, you know, sort of normal things that happen in life anyways. And your vocals are amazing. Thank you. You're, Thank you so much. That it's, was something that been, stood out for me. It's been an interesting process. As I said, you know, a lot of the songs that will come out on all of the songs really on this first EP are just songs that I, you know, I wrote in my living room just because, you mm-hmm. know, it's just something that, again, it's like you sort of start to, you get this idea and you obsess over it until mm-hmm. you can get it out on paper, you know, yeah. and 
And this was sort of one of those experiences. Um, and I've been writing songs my whole life, but mm -hmm. this was kind of the first one that I felt like, okay, this actually has some substance and, and is, it's got kind of a catchy tune. And, mm -hmm. and so, you know, I wrote it thinking nothing really of it. And then, um, yeah, my uncle and I, once we, we started this, this record label, he was like, we're going to, you know, we'll produce your songs, we'll put your songs together. And so it's, it's interesting because I, you know, it wasn't written with the intention of necessarily sharing it with the whole world, but, mm -hmm. uh, I'm glad that we are. And it's, it's been just a wild experience of, you know, even being interviewed right now, like, this is so cool. You know, it's really, truly so amazing and hearing it on the radio and we released um, uh, a music video as well. And I think we're almost, we're at like 9,000 views after only a week, Wow, which is pretty good for somebody who, you know, I don't, I don't really exist yet. So right. it's just, um, yeah. What a, what a trip. What's it like, um, you know, launching a song in 2021, but I mean, really the, the digital world is here as we've talked about. So you've got the Apple Music, you got the Spotify's, uh, you're up on those platforms, I trust, and, and, and watching people, you know, consume your media that way. It's, <laughs> it's just so, I don't know, you worry, I, because I'm, I'm so new to this, right? This mm -hmm. is my, my debut single. So I just don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. My hope was like, okay, well, if one person thinks it's cool or my mom thinks it's cool or, you know, my <laughs> hey, best friend. You'll always get a good thing from mom, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the response has been incredible. You yeah. know, people that I haven't, because yeah, you know, I launched on all, you know, social media and across all these different platforms and just, just getting the feedback from people um, who with them too, it really resonates with people. I think it's, um, you know, the theme of it, this sort of infidelity and heartbreak is something that most of us can relate to. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, it's just created this really interesting sense of connection to people I haven't spoken to in years and people I haven't met yet. And right. It's really wild, yeah. Excellent. Now you've had an opportunity to open up for some some neat people, including Air Prashen yeah. and the Washboard Union. What was that like? Yeah. Uh, again, just <laughs> just just a small town girl, you know. Yeah. Really. Um, but I have been given these, um, yeah, a few just really amazing opportunities in life. I um, so I used to be in a cover band in Victoria. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, Aaron, Aaron Prochette is a good friend of the family and, uh, I have some family up in the Yukon mm -hmm. and one of my other uncles, he has put on this Teslin rocks country, um, concert right. a couple of years. I think it's just two years now. And so the first year that it ran, um, I ended up just sort of randomly opening. I played a couple of songs at the beginning because we had all been jamming the day before and Aaron, Aaron requested that I open up or I start, you know, the evening's events. So that was pretty amazing. And, um, and then, yeah, the second, the second year that it was running, um, he requested that the whole band come. And so we opened up for yeah, Aaron Prochette and the washboard union. And we all got to drive together to Teslin is a couple of hours out of Whitehorse mm -hmm. in the Yukon. And so we all got to drive there together and, you know, felt it was a very rock star experience, if you will. <laughs> um, they're, you know, they're pretty big names. Like that yeah. was a really big, so, so that all happened, yeah, a couple of years ago with my cover band and um, just an amazing event, you know, like all the way up north in the mm -hmm. summertime, there's barely, you know, any darkness and just all these people who are so excited to have you there. This mm -hmm. town is maybe, it's like a hotel, a campsite, a gas station. It's very tiny, right. a couple of museums, um, right. really, really amazing, warm community. And so, yeah, that was, 
that was a dream come true for sure. That's awesome. What have you learned from them? I would say one really big take takeaway from from both groups was just how like humble and just how kind and open they all are. You know, mm-hmm. like they would talk to anybody. We'd always sit, you know, sit down and have lunch together. And just this sort of sense of like, these are just human beings, you know, they're artists and they want to be creating and collaborating, Mm -hmm. you know, jamming and playing music. So I would say, you know, just this, this, this warmth and this openness Mm -hmm. that, you know, I think that, you know, that's probably my nature anyways, but just Mm -hmm. a good reminder to continue to connect with your fans and kind of anyone you meet, you know, like they gave everyone the time of day. It wasn't. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like this exclusive sort of VIP. Like we no. all drove together on the same bus and shared the same meals and yeah, yeah just this, and they're so talented, you know? Yeah. And yeah, that was really, that was really beautiful. You know, with 2021 rolling through and a COVID-19 vaccine that eventually you'll be able to meet your fans again. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. Know, that's, that's the next, yeah. the next step that hopefully will, this will all, you know, be moved on in the next while. Yeah. So hopefully you'll be, yeah. able, be able to get out there and, and connect with them. What's next for you? The debut single is out. So where do we go from here? Well, that's uh, that's a great, great question. I don't know. It's so, it's so interesting to sort of release something, but then not be able to play it anywhere, obviously <laughs> yep. uh, in real life. I mean, that's okay too, you know, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of get your, your name out there and um, so I think we are, um, I'm actually heading to Vancouver um, to film a couple more or film to record a couple more songs at the warehouse. Okay. Um, so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll round out the EP. I'll have a seven song EP probably in a couple of months. We'll film and release another music video or two mm-hmm. or three. And um, yeah, just sort of try and keep the momentum going and continue to promote all of these other amazing artists in, you know, my family with, with Mm -hmm. muscle records and um, yeah, hopefully just just keep going, just keep creating and keep singing, maybe get a little bit better at guitar. I don't know. (laughs) I've been trying for years. I still suck at it. So there you go. Chantel, it's a uh, pleasure chatting with you. I wish you all the success uh, with the new single and uh, with whatever else that's going to be happening with you. And uh, hopefully we will be able to connect in person one day. Yes. Thank you so much, Tim. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Inside Today's Country with Tim Black. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been a TimBlackOnAir.com production.